The following interview was recorded on November 17, 2009 at the Florida Charter School Conference. I'm here with Ed Croft from the Florida Department of Education. Ed, tell me about your presentation today. Well, uh, James, I'm going to be presenting on Florida's own accountability system, that's school grading, um, and also on uh, the federal accountability system for schools, which is um, No Child Left Behind's measure for adequate yearly progress. Then a lot of the presentation is actually going to focus on some big changes that are going to be occurring for Florida's school grading system for high schools in the coming year. What can you tell us about how high school grading is changing? Right. Uh, high school grading is uh, going to change quite a bit in the coming year. Um, the Florida legislature passed new um, legislation in 2008 that requires us to expand the way we grade high schools. Previously, for all schools, um, it was solely FCAP-based. All the measures were um, derived from the Florida Comprehensive Assessment Test. Um, but now coming up for high schools in the coming year, 50% of the high school grade is going to be set aside for measures that are not FCAP-based. We will continue to use the FCAP measures for high schools, but they're only going to count for half of the grade. The other half of the grade is going to count the new additional components. Those will be um, the overall graduation rate for high schools, the graduation rate for kids that are at risk. Um, we're going to be looking at participation in accelerated uh, curriculum that would uh, cover kids that are taking AP, IB, AICE, um, industry certification curriculum, and dual enrollment courses. We're going to be looking at participation, overall participation in um, those types of courses, and then we're going to take the kids that are actually participants in those courses and we're going to look at their performance. So that's going to be another component. And then finally, um, we're going to be looking at post-secondary readiness for um, high school graduates that are on-time graduates uh, and that are uh, scoring at level three on the FCAT in math and reading. We're going to be looking at the percentage of those kids that are um, ready to enter college coursework in reading and math. So those will be the new components that we're going to be adding to the FCAT components for the high school grade. It sounds like that'll give a broader based picture of what's going on in a given high school for the, for the grade. Yes, it's, it'll be an expanded measure. Uh, we're not getting rid of any of the previous measures, but we're adding to them for high schools. So it'll be a more comprehensive uh, type of grading system. And um, it's going to involve the collection of a lot of new data, which we're working on right now. And um, we are looking forward to uh, doing a trial run using 2008-09 data, which is um, not going to officially count for their grade. But it will give districts a chance to look at the data that we're using for the new components and to uh, get much more familiar with those components uh, in the coming months. We're uh, looking forward to that in uh, early 2010. How does the Florida grading system match up with the federal grading system? Right. Uh, they're different. They're, in a sense, complementary. Um, with the Florida grading system, we are literally grading schools, uh, so it's kind of a compensatory system where uh, it's not all or nothing. Um, schools are rated uh, in relation to a fixed set of points and measures, uh, and they, uh, their outcomes can range from very good, of course, to not so good, uh, failing. Um, now, with the federal system of adequate yearly progress, uh, we have uh, 39 components in all that are actually all or none measures. Um, uh, either a school meets the criterion or it doesn't. And uh, the tricky thing about AYP is if a school does not meet uh, the AYP criteria for any single measure, 
uh, any one of those 39 components, then the school does not make AYP. So AYP is yes or no, uh, all or none, uh, whereas school grading um, is more flexible in terms of uh, uh, actually grading the schools in that regard. So adequate yearly progress is very challenging. The other thing about the federal measure for adequate yearly progress is the bar keeps getting raised each year for the uh, proficiency measures for math and reading that uh, schools and subgroups have to meet. Um, there are nine subgroups that are measured on reading participation, math participation, reading proficiency, and math proficiency. So you have four big measures by nine subgroups. You have 36 cells there. Uh, and for the proficiency parts, that would be 18 components. Um, the targets are raised each year, and eventually we will be, uh, the target will be 100% proficiency for the year 2013-2014 uh, uh, as required in federal legislation. So uh, it becomes a very high bar, and uh, it's getting very high very fast in the coming years. Does AYP affect school grading within the state, or are those separate and complementary? Um, uh, outcomes for school grades, uh, parallel outcomes for AYP to some extent. Obviously, uh, schools that are making AYP are more likely to have higher grades, <clears throat> but um, the actual AYP outcome is not a factor in school grading. Um, conversely, however, uh, the school grade is one of those 39 components for AYP. Um, a school cannot make AYP if it has a, a grade of a D or an F. What else do you think is important for uh, schools about changes that are coming in the next year? Um, well, for, for high schools, it, it is a big deal because we have a lot of new components that will be uh, designed to uh, increase the rigor of the high school curriculum. Um, the new school grading components for high schools are designed to increase student access to um, higher level courses. Um, so uh, that's going to be a, a big part of the um, big picture for high schools in the coming year. Um, I think the other thing is, um, and I'm not presenting on this specifically, uh, is the differentiated accountability program that's already been in effect the past year um, is actually a combination of school grades and AYP. Um, and for differentiated accountability, schools actually uh, can benefit by meeting uh, most of the AYP criteria, even if they don't meet all of them, um, because it has, has to do with the way we categorize schools in differentiated accountability. Schools that are meeting a higher percentage of AYP criteria are um, in a category that require that gives them greater flexibility uh, regarding uh, implementation of school improvement. This podcast is a production of the Florida Department of Education and Florida on iTunes U. For more information, please visit floridaitunes.org.